This is Nick Hyam from thewholenessofexperience.com. Here's part one of our 2022 Rewind, in which we attempt to answer the impossible question, what is non-duality? Experiencing what we believe to be a separate self and an external world of otherness, we think we're disconnected from the natural state of oneness. And so we seek to unite with the true home, the true self that we intuit deeply from that position of duality. It all boils down to the fact that we misinterpret the natural state. We chunk it up, we divide it with concepts. We're holding on to our ideas about what life is. That's what we're working with. But beyond that, you are compelled to recognise the unity of life. One could argue that that's the purpose of life, to recognise the oneness of things. Everything serves that purpose. Everything serves the purpose of union. Union means two or more things becoming one. So it's the process of becoming one. Whereas the word unity refers to the fact of oneness. So because the natural state is that oneness, is that fact, you can't make it happen. You can't do anything to unite with that natural state. Yet that's all we're ever doing. <laughs> all we're ever doing is attempting to unite with the inevitable, that with which we are most intimate, that which is most immediate and actual and factual and here. So it's like the natural state is just the ground and then we build all these buildings on top of the ground, all these um, structures on top of that ground, made of that ground. And then we look at the structures and forget the ground. <laughs> but you never look down. You never delve into the very substratum out of which, on top of which, the structures are built. I mean, if those structures are, are, are made of the ground, then again... That's all you're ever seeing. And you are also made of the same substance of that reality. There is only that. What's true has to eventually come through, and it comes through in all these weird ways. You know, you, you, you don't know what you're seeking for most of your life. And people, everyone is actually seeking. There's not just spiritual seekers. Everyone's a spiritual seeker to an extent, actually. Some find spirituality, they take up practice. Some, some become addicts and they don't really know what they're looking for. That's the magnetic pull of the absolute, you could say, is it? you know there's something there. You know there's something there. It kind of comes out in these distorted ways. When you take back the layers, what's really happening here? And there's a very strong inherent desire for unification because it's what's true. What's true seeks to be known and expressed. It's in your GPS system. <laughs> like you can't because you can't avoid it you go to what feels resonant and before you know it you know you're getting it's like the cold and warm game you're getting warmer and warmer and warmer <laughs> you eventually realize i can't lose it all these energies are all, all, all they're really asking of you is to be seen and when they're seen there is a a kind of transformation a kind of alchemy without anything ever changing it's it's just a recognition of what was already there as opposed to this imagined situation it's seen as what it is seen as what it truly is 
this is an exploration of what is here what am i what am i in relation to this apparent thing that i thought was separate from me what is it all how is it happening what is it can i feel into it and can i go beyond the mind and just feel directly into it i mean this is where it is this is where the whole path is what is this aliveness you are experiencing right now and there's a palpable aliveness to the experience it's not just you are alive as a person it's you are life expressing as this person but the aliveness that you feel is life itself it's the life of the tree it's the life of the cosmos it's the life of all life in the universe it's the intelligence of gravity it's the intelligence of the big bang the implications of that is anything you are experiencing as that aliveness must be made of that same aliveness that's our anchor to the natural state because that is the natural state whatever is the power behind infinite universes but power behind the sun stars gravity growing trees making rivers flow winds blowing all that all that stuff is what we are is here is what is experiencing your experience now you can sense into it directly and you can feel it and that's the whole quote-unquote path (laughs) it's just to be with that as directly as possible because it's already happening that happens to be how things are we imagine that we are not this amazing force it's overlooked constantly in favor of something really mundane and objective that we've imagined to be the actual situation we've kind of like organized infinity into this little speck which believes it is outside of infinity it believes it is outside of the rest of reality and then needs to engage with reality as an outsider but if you feel into it it's like wow that actual aliveness of reality itself is there as what we are you engaging with your life and engaging with reality engaging with apparent other people and situations and things directly as that is incredibly powerful and healing and the implications of it are astounding and incredible because it means all of your problems are made of that it's renowned it's reclaimed as what it truly is which is this liquid gold of reality and then you that's then you're in you're appreciating it for what it is reality awareness consciousness self god etc yeah it seems as if we have to do work on ourselves in, in order for reality to be revealed something has to be different about our experience but what if no matter how it appears it's only reality and it isn't stuck it isn't solid it is more like this kind of flowful free spacious intelligence if you go into any given experience you'll only find the same essence don't worry about how you want it to appear what what kind of qualities you want to experience what's the actual nature of what's here what's the actual truth just feel it for what it is beneath any kind of conceptualization and you will therefore unlock that liquid gold as you reclaim the essence of that experience that was apparently imprisoned by the concepts go into that the simplicity of experiencing that is immediately accessible because it is happening what 
isn't reality? What isn't life? Can you find anything that isn't life, that isn't reality? Of course, there's only reality. And even if there are parts, those parts are made of reality. There are no parts because it's like the flame and the fire metaphor. The flames aren't a part. They're not separate. They are the fire. And this is the essence of spirituality. Fundamentally, we are asking what is true? What is the nature of life, of myself, of the world, of these objects? They are manifestations of the unmanifest reality. That sounds like a paradox. It sounds like a contradiction. How can the unmanifest manifest this way? There's no way to explain it. It is inexplicable. It is impossible. It is incredible. It is miraculous. Yet there is this presentation. There is this revelation. There is this expression of reality. Everywhere you go, whatever you do, however you feel, there is only that. And you are that. So you can't leave yourself. You can't get out of yourself. And you're experiencing, sometimes, the human experience, the ego experience, the separateness experience. Sometimes feeling lost, sometimes getting stuck, sometimes forgetting what you actually are, having had glimpses and then seemingly being pulled back into this human experience. But it's an experience. When you recognize that it is an experience and the experience is made of this experiencing fact we could also call it awareness, then it's inconsequential how that is expressed, how you express yourself. So it isn't about attaining certain states or powers. You could say that they are sort of clarifying experiences which help you recognize truth. If you're listening to this, it's because you are interested in truth, not acquiring more ideas about what is true, but truth itself. Because this is a recognition, this is a reclamation, a re-knowing of what truly is. All there is, is that one truth. And the experiential recognition of that is what we could call enlightenment. Fleeting falsity always eventually burns in the permanent fire of the enlightening power of reality. The system is set up for enlightenment, really. Life, reality is set up for enlightenment because... Enlightenment is what it is, and eventually it can't not see itself forever. It can't not recognize itself. There's only one substance to absolutely everything, and it can't be other. It's the one outpouring of source, you could say. This is the absolute presenting itself to itself. It always is itself. But then the fact that that can present differently from itself that bubbling over of love and the bubbling over of ecstasy and joy and just completeness within itself into this manifest experience that appears always different from itself presents as absolutely everything possible and imaginable and beyond everything imaginable. That's ridiculous. Reality, God, infinity is presenting itself to itself as your life, as all of this. It sounds like these kind of abstract kind of philosophical notions but it's not it's it's really not it's a really simple thing to see when you see it and i don't want to advertise it as oh when you see it when you're lucky enough to have some seeing you know it's like 
No, it's it's actually what you are already. It's not that some people are have won some spiritual lottery and they're seeing it, and you're not seeing it. It's just like some people have noticed that they're not a person, <laughs> and that they are what you are, and they've noticed the actual state of affairs, which is like reality is exploring various ways of exploring itself, various apparent paths, various like interesting little journeys it takes itself on when it already is really always at the finish line it's always at the end of the journey so from the end of the journey the enjoyment is the journey like you're already finished you already got to where you need to go that's the starting point so seeing through what appears to be going on the superficial level of things you're seeing through all of this suffering and pain and what have you that you've got yourself tangled up in temporarily tangled up in and it's only ever made of that whatever that substance is you know it's it's always a case of even this this experience that you're having right now however it's appearing can't ever be other than the one fact of reality when we're looking through blinkers when we're fixated on what we perceive to be the provision for this tiny individual we often feel that life needs to be planned and plotted for which creates anxiety just a tiny little bit more vision gives us that opportunity to witness it a little better that seeing that there's something else and that that something else is everything it encapsulates everything i'm everything and I am nothing, both and all. And it's about a shift of outlook or a shift of perception that all of these seeming forms, all things, all happenings, all attributes, all forms are from this one source. It's our limitations of our language that form how we conceptualize everything. But our normal view, it's through the telescope. It's seeing one thing and seeing it up close. The telescope that we think is giving us knowledge, you know, because it it lets us investigate one tiny thing far away in detail. But the truth is so, so much more than that one tiny thing. It's so much more than that detail. It's all of it. It's everything. That's what the truth is. If God is everything and everything is God not only are we the things that holds our whole perception of reality but we create it and so if we lose the desire to limit and label and pigeonhole everything then there's nothing but that if you abandon the telescope you can see everything the more you realize that like everything is God there's nothing but God the more you realize that there is no need to search. It's there if you care to look. If you care to to see it and accept it, it'll teach you everything you could ever need to know. And you'll find how easy and plentiful and interesting your life becomes. It's all the one essence appearing as everything. The one essence that is an innate intelligence energy. You are that pure awareness, expressing, patterning, shaping, forming as everything. I'm not speaking to anybody. 
I'm not speaking to any mind. I'm speaking to that I am, that I am. That sense of presence, which expresses through the mind as that thought I am. I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life. Now, the life is that life essence that's patterning, shape and forming this body. But instead of seeing it as that, we've taken it ourselves to be the word. I am the body, I am the mind. But you know you're not. Innately you know you're not the body or the mind because you say my body. You say my house, my car, my coat. You know you're not the house, the car or the coat. Not the body either. The same with the mind, you say my mind. But it's the same intelligence as rolling the earth around the sun, causing the seasons to come and go, the tides to come in and out. It's breathing you, it's beating your heart, it's growing your finger and fingernails, it's digesting your food. In all the shapes and forms and patterns that appears in, is that one intelligence energy, the one in essence, appearing as, essence, as, as everything. And it's not two, it can never be two. It's what they call the still small voice. But it's that innate intelligence that resonates and brings up what is necessary. It comes out spontaneously, naturally. And there's a resonation with that in these pattern shapes of form. And that resonation is a recognizing, a cognizing of that emptiness. You call it the inner self, if you like, but it is the only self. It's the pure, absolute awareness, which is patterning into everything. I can't teach you anything. I can't tell you anything. All I can do is point to it and ask you to look to where I'm pointing to. And that innate knowing about existence, yeah. the, that's, the, that's the inner guru, inner teacher, knowing about existence. And nobody can say they don't know they exist. They will have to be there to say that anyway. So that knowing, yeah, that knowing is, is always there. The problem with that knowing is that seeking assumes that there is something else to know, or there is something to understand in the or ordinary way, like understanding quantum mechanics or understanding another person. But that knowing of something or the other, or knowing an object something of the other, is not the knowing uh, per se. Like if we are that Satchitananda, if we are that being knowing and preferring to be, <laughs> then content of the knowing is secondary. Intelligence straight away points out that there is something, and he also says it quite often, something that's leaving you, something that's beating your heart, that, that breathing the body. That intelligence is undeniable. Like, like you can't deny your being, you know you aren't unaware. You also can't deny that brilliance, that intelligence that is present and is expressing. It's now only what we put on top of it that is a problem. So really, it is innate, it is already here. It's not something that I have to find or achieve. Listening to any outside directions may initially bring a relief, but the ultimate answer can only come from that direct, immediate, innate knowing. Start from the recognition that there's only 
reality, only life. Pick a word that resonates and that you can't get out of reality. There's only life. Everything you're experiencing is an expression of life. Really what you are after, what you are desiring, pursuing and attempting to return back to is life, is reality, is home, the truth of what you are. That is this, that is you, that is all things. The journey becomes the destination. This is the fabric of reality. Your present experience is a shape cut from the one material, the one fabric of reality. Everywhere you go, whatever you experience, you are there, you are what you are. You are the absolute. Even though you seem to experience relativity and contrast and duality, those are experiences, are particular shapes that are fully reality, fully life, fully what you are. So this is not about changing anything. This is about discerning the actual nature, the essence of things. By that I mean, what's the universe made of? What's the world made of? What are objects made of? What is this body? What is this ego thing that I think I am? What is this collection of stuff that make up what I believe I am? The thoughts and the feelings and the emotions and memories and the desires and fears that I seem to be so wrapped up in. What is it all made of? in reality, in truth? Well, that is the answer. Reality, truth. This is not something you achieve. This is not something you cultivate. It's more like it's a recognition because you are reality and you're experiencing a different version of yourself. But ultimately, it's the clear seeing, it's the recognition of truth, the remembering of who you really are, what this really is. It's not about changing experience, it's about discerning what experience actually is. All things are cut from the fabric of reality. Now what that is can't be put into words, it can't be comprehended, it can't be interpreted. You don't have to change. You can change, but it doesn't really get you anywhere because you're always here and you're always what you are anyway. Yes, growth and change and development cultivation of certain qualities are all relatively meaningful and helpful and conducive to the clear seeing and remembering but ultimately this is about being who you are and recognizing that you can't not be who you are yeah that's the bottom line isn't it you start with well what's actually here right now what's actually true here and you can't answer it you know feel into the fabric feel into the texture of what's here you not answering it as as you would an answer to a question you are answering it by the fact of being the fact that you are no matter what how it's appearing you can't not be who you are this is really what's about is what can you know for sure like just this raw interpretation free empirical view how are we conscious how is this happening how is there anything how is there even just this perceptive mode of being but the qualities of your experience may be heavy may be difficult may be emotionally challenging and it may seem like you can't see through that fog of just total ignorance and delusion and difficulty and emotional challenge and all the 
chaos of the life that you're living. But it's always there. It is always there. You can, you can, it, the opportunity is there to feel into it. It's more, this, what this does, I feel, is like it melts the snowball like a little bit at a time. Every time you see clearly, it's just for five seconds, just feeling into what's here now, just seeing it, what's here now, without veering off into interpretations. Every time you do that, for a minute, five seconds, five minutes, whatever, for an hour, what it doesn't matter. You're melting that snowball, those habitual tendencies. You're creating a new, it's in a sense, creating a new habit, a new habit, the habit of truth to truth, of reality to reality, as opposed to reality to delusion. I'm going to look now. I'm going to make a purposeful effort to look at my experience and, and inquire into it and explore it. And at some point, it seems that it's actually doing itself. And so you can kind of t- just take your hands off, hands off the wheel and just go, right, oh, actually, it's doing itself. Now I can just subtly notice if that's even necessary, subtly notice what's here. It's more of like a subtle, like, just a kind of recognition, very subtle, effortless. So the bottom line really is that this can never not be what you are, no matter how it appears. It can never be other than what you are. It just appears in lots of different ways. It has an absolute infinite range it has an infinite palette of how it can appear. The more you feel into it, the more you can start to feel that this is, no matter what's appearing, that, that reality is absolutely always itself. And there's a there's a kind of safety about that. There's a homeliness about that. It kind of appears like it's sort of lost in its own dream at times, like it's really entered into the deep exploration of itself and forgotten itself altogether. But even in those places, it's got nothing, nothing outside of itself to build with. Sometimes our attention moves to certain things in the relative. That feeling of caught upness is as a result of like a hyper fixation on content. When you get identified with the content, that's when you get that feeling of like, I've been caught up or I've been absorbed. And then we automatically feel This is too overwhelming. And a lot of people don't really know what to do with that. The whole belief that we are separate originates from the belief that we are a person, right? We believe that our thoughts describe reality accurately. You are not a person. However, you have hyper fixated using your attention on a belief or a thought that says I'm separate. And because of the power of our attention and the creation power of awareness, it has the freedom to adopt that identity. Life has no preference for what it gives attention to. If you really tune into this, that this empty room, this no thing, as we say, you realize that this is absolutely uninterpretable by the mind. True nature kind of leaves with us tools to you know, go forward into the world with. We've been given this ability to tune into something, infinite access points. They're all taking you to one place. So you know, how do we exactly know when we're tuning into a facet of our true nature? 
you know, if you're really going through one of these doorways, if you're actually tuning into a facet, there will be something in your experience that feels lighter. Just to know you're on the right trajectory would be to just watch, is my suffering, my aggregate, my total suffering, decreasing? But if you over-focus on awareness, you could bypass your experience. So it's like, how do we lend our focus to things equally so as not to bypass any part of the human experience as a whole, but still have a foot in the door of one of those facets, I would say at all times. Everything is the same one thing, which makes finding that one thing incredibly difficult. However, once you realize, okay, there's this formless thing and it looks to me like it might make up everything else, you can start to look in objects, look in the finite for this self. There's only one truth remaining and that is you and you are everything and you are this and that and neither. You are limited, unlimited and beyond the concept of both. You're a person, you are infinite, but you are neither. And that is the perfect non-duality. It's being all the things or none of them and both at the same time. By being here now, as you are, open and aware, without mediation, you will gain an insight, a deep insight, into how things are, into what this is. You find a deeper knowledge, the knowledge of reality, not mind knowledge. Knowledge has to come from observation. How else would you acquire knowledge? Yeah, you can acquire knowledge through learning, through taking on a belief system but that's not the kind of knowledge we're talking about this real knowledge has to originate from sensory experiences those sensory experiences are our guide are the doorway to this deeper intelligence feeling into this knowing and it is inexplicable and it permeates everything there's just different ways the intelligence expresses so you go into the unknown and you only find the undeniable, the irrefutable, and that's this. Yeah, there's a real familiarity and homeliness in unknowing. You just fall back into that and then the kind of true knowing starts to reveal itself. It was always there, the true knowing, but it was kind of seemingly covered over by the conceptual knowings. You're like a ray of sunlight or something, but then you know everything about the sun because you are the ray of sunlight like reality is fractaled as you this is the advantage we have we don't need to go to external sources to find out stuff it's all actually here and that's not just a like a philosophical statement that's like it's all here and this is kind of what we try and lead people towards is the feeling into it and it's not that it will just suddenly come up with a voice that will give you answers to questions it's that you kind of understand it on another level that doesn't use words that doesn't use concepts that <laughs> doesn't use the intellect it uses a deeper level of intelligence the amazing thing is that's already there it just requires a bit of sensitivity and you feel into it and you're like ah oh, i understand you're feeling the answer and you're going straight there <laughs>